Hello? Hello, uh, my name is Alexander Wanoska, and I'm an assistant professor at the University of Waterloo. And with me, I've got, Marina, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, my name is Marina Henke. I'm a professor of international relations at the Hurdy School in Berlin, and also the director of the Center for International Security. Terrific. So what we'll be talking about for the next couple of minutes is the proposed and anticipated aspirational, I don't know what you would call it, uh, troop withdrawal to the order of 9,500 American military personnel from Germany. Uh, just to remind everyone, in early June, a story came out in the Wall Street Journal that such troop, troop withdrawals were forthcoming. Um, there was a lot of confusion. And then later that month, on the 22nd of June, uh, National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien penned an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal clarifying that large garrisons are obsolete, that forces must be deployed in a more forward and expeditionary manner, that modern warfare requires extended range, flexibility and endurance, and so forth and so forth. And so what I want to ask you, Marina, is what is the German reaction? If you could explain what exactly is the nature of the U.S. military presence in Germany and how has uh, the public reacted uh, to this uh, proposed initiative? So the troop presence, of course, dates back to the end of the Second World War. As until 1990, over 200,000 U.S. troops were in the United States, were in Germany from the United States. And they have been gradually already reduced. So uh, by now we have roughly uh, 35,000 U.S. troops still being stationed in Germany. And, you know, as you just said, it's about actually today I read in the Zeit, that's a big German newspaper, that the new number is uh, 12,000 uh, that are supposed to be withdrawn from uh, Germany. So I think the interesting aspect of this troop withdrawal proposal is, of course, the timing. Why now? And then to a certain degree as well, um, how it has been justified by the Trump administration. In the open, you just mentioned, Alex, and as well then in various other uh, press statements, um, three uh, reasons are always highlighted. So the first one is uh, that Germany doesn't spend enough money on defense. And so this should you know, incentivize Germany to increase its defense spending and to at least reach the 2% uh, um, NATO uh, uh, standard. The second reason is Germany's engagement with uh, Russia uh, and the construction of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. And the third reason that O'Brien mentioned as well in the OPED is uh, China and in particular Germany's inclination right now to actually use the Chinese company Huawei to build its uh, 5G uh, network. And so what is kind of interesting uh, is so kind, this is a, a coercive move, at least this is how it's uh, interpreted in, in, in Germany. So uh, the United States uh, uses this withdrawal to communicate to Germany that it should change its behavior on these three fronts. But uh, Germany really um, doesn't feel to a certain degree um, threatened. Uh, so the reaction here is not at all. Now we're changing Orin Nordstrom um, to on Huawei and on defense spending. It's actually to the uh, contrary. Uh, for Germany, it's another signal that you that Trump, but maybe as well, the United States in the future can no longer be trusted. So they need to look for other options. And here it's where Germany is in great trouble because there is not a consensus on these uh, 
uh, alternative options. Certain Germans would say, let's um, get serious about EU defense. Let's build something serious with France and then the other remaining EU partners. And other Germans would say, you know what, we can actually become a greater uh, Switzerland, right? So we are uh, mutual. Uh, we are waving uh, in the future the, uh, the white flag and we try to uh, get some kind of uh, agreement with Russia, uh, you know, like we will be able to uh, find the common economic interests and they will create peace. Uh, we also will find some kind of agreement with China. And so going forward, we actually no longer need uh, the U.S. security umbrella. Right. What's frustrating about this decision, if it's going to happen, and I think there's a big if as to whether it's going to happen, troop withdrawals take a while to implement anyway, even in the best of circumstances. But what is frustrating is that it's not just Germany that will be affected. Uh, you know, The military presence that the United States has in Germany is a hub of sorts that shapes American power projection capabilities in the so-called northeastern flank. That is to say, Poland and and the Baltic countries. And I just learned uh, this morning that an armored cavalry regiment might be shifted out of Poland in light of this proposed uh, initiative. So as much as countries like Poland want uh, more of an American presence on their own soil, they don't want it necessarily come at the expense of the military personnel stationed in Germany. So it's a bit tricky and in some ways, this withdrawal is very myopic. So thank you so much for sharing with us the German perspective. It's one that's, I think, shared uh, more widely than in Germany. And there's obviously some concerns in the United States about the nature of these two withdrawals. But thank you, Marina, for joining me. And I hope uh, you have a great day. Cheers. Yeah. Thanks, Alex. Bye. Bye.